Welcome to the Life and Legacy Show, where we discuss all things elder law, estate, and legacy planning. Hosted by certified elder law attorney, Tim Seckler, from the Seckler Law Firm. And now your host, attorney Tim Seckler. Welcome to this week's edition of the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great estate plans. My name is Tim Seckler. I am a certified elder law attorney, and we do this show each and every week. Just to let you uh, know the things that I think you ought to know from an estate and elder law standpoint, uh, we talk about things like wills and trust and powers of attorney and how to get good long-term care uh, when you need it. Um, this week's episode, I'm going to do an episode uh, on uh, the difference between estate planning and elder law. So what the heck is elder law and why the heck should you care uh, and why are you listening to the show? And, and so... Um, before we get into that, I want to just talk a little bit about how um, how we operate here at the law firm. So in the event that anything we say in the show today is of interest to you, understand first that we're not giving legal advice here on the radio. This is for your education and information. This is not for you to go make legal decisions on your own. This stuff can be pretty complicated, and you ought to seek legal counsel. Um if you want to find out more, we, we do this radio show. See, we are an education-based law firm. I do a ton of public speaking. I do a ton of uh, things like this this show with the idea that it's been my opinion that if people are properly educated on their options, they'll make good decisions for their families, uh, and that's what we're encouraging you to do. So if you want to learn more uh, after listening to the radio show, you ought to come to one of our workshops uh, that you can find whenever you want at secklerlawfirm.com. My website is S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com. And uh, at the website, you can register for the workshops. You're going to see a ton of pre-recorded information, uh, lots of things to read and check out. So I hope you find them valuable. If you want to give us a call, 724-546-4227. Again, 724-546-4227. Or check out at the secklerlawfirm.com. Now, what the heck is elder law? You know, when I went to law school, I went to law school here in Pittsburgh at uh, Duquesne University, and uh, they didn't have an elder law class. To my knowledge, they still don't have an elder law class. And uh, to be to be straight with you, I didn't even know what this stuff was. Uh, I did not go to law school to become an elder law attorney. I thought I was going to be uh, in the military. I thought I was going to be a JAG attorney. Uh, I had a background there and thought I was going to stay in. Uh, and as life happens, that's just not what happened. Uh, we had some family things going on. I decided to get out of the military and then started looking for what my next chapter was going to be. Um, and all the while... Uh, when I was in school and in law school, my grandfather had been in a nursing home and uh, with a battle with Alzheimer's disease. And it turns out that during that battle uh, with Alzheimer's, um, he ended up going through a lot of uh, money in paying for care. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if you've experienced this or not. If you haven't experienced this, it turns out that nursing homes and other forms of long-term care are super expensive. And nobody's helping you pay for it. And so, you know, one morning my dad was kind of sharing with me what happened from a financial standpoint with my grandfather and all the money that went out the door. And I thought, man, this this is crazy. You know, why why are we treating seniors this way? And I started looking into it. Now, this is way back in like 2010, 11 time frame. And it turns out that, you know, at that time, elder law was just this sort of thing that only a handful of attorneys around were doing. Uh, and I started digging in and realized that with some of the techniques that these attorneys were employing, I probably could have saved my own family a heck of a lot of money uh, and uh, decided to do it. And so uh, 
that's that's kind of how I found elder law. So sort of how I define elder law is we help people find, get, and pay for long-term care. Um, and there's a couple of different components to it. There's, there's several different cases that we see. So one type of case that we see is uh, families where there is a current need for some form of long-term care, and they want to know their options. So they're looking at things like in-home care, personal care, home skill, nursing facilities, and they just want to know, you know, what is the best option. Uh, the second thing uh, that uh, we do is we help people plan ahead. So not everybody that we're working with, in fact, most of the people that we're working with, there is not a present need for long-term care, but there is a future concern about long-term care. So these are retirees or soon-to-be retirees that kind of understand the system. Maybe they've had a sick parent or, or family member along the way. You know, it seems like these days anybody, everybody knows somebody that has gone broke due to long-term care costs. And so um, so they'll approach us, they'll come to one of our workshops, and they'll learn all about how they can protect their things ahead of time and put in plan, uh, put a plan in place uh, to make sure that, that things go smoothly if they do get sick, and then it's part of an overall estate plan uh, to make sure that the assets get to the kids. So so in, in one way, you know, I, this, this has sort of become a calling for us, and we've, we've built a law firm focused solely on uh, answering these questions and, and helping people work through these things. Um, and so one way to look at this is elder law is sort of a derivative within the greater practice of estate planning. So if you think about estate planning, the, the question that most estate planners are really trying to answer is, what happens to my things if I pass away? You know, what happens to my stuff uh, who gets it? What are the tax ramifications when I pass away? And elder law attorneys answer those questions, right? We're going to answer. I'm going to develop a will or a trust for you that's going to answer the question, what happens with your stuff when you pass away? But the other question that I think we need to answer, and I think is equally important, is what happens if I get really, really sick before I pass away? As I'm recording this episode, the state of Pennsylvania is telling us that the average cost of a skilled nursing facility in this state is almost $15,000 a month or $180,000 a year. And that's today. That's 2022 numbers, right? So if you're listening to this show and maybe you're 65 years old and you're thinking, well, I might need long-term care, but I'm probably at least 10 years out, maybe 15 years out. And what's it going to cost then? And I don't even want to venture a guess, but I'm going to tell you it's going to be more than $20,000 a month. If not, if not a heck of a lot more than that. When I first started this practice, so let's just let's just walk through this. In 2010 or 11, the average cost of a nursing home was about eight or nine thousand bucks. Okay, so now we're looking at almost fifteen thousand bucks. So it's increased a little bit more than fifty percent just in ten years, um, and and so and it almost doubled. Right. So the let's say it does that in the next 10 years. Is it going to double again in the next 10 years? Well, then you're going to be looking at $30,000 a month. And, you know, there are just not many families that can withstand this. And when you couple this with the risk of um, just the statistic likelihood of us needing long-term care, you know, I've been given the cost of a skilled nursing facility so far in the show, but the other levels of care are expensive too. And, you know, the Alzheimer's Association is telling us that one in three seniors is going to die with dementia. So if one in three of us are going to have dementia, and other statistics will point to the fact that two out of three, two out of three people are going to need some form of long-term care, not necessarily related to dementia, but some other mobility issue, Parkinson's disease, stroke, whatever the case is, you know, these, these health care issues that affect seniors. 
Um, so if two-thirds of it's going to need long-term care and the potential financial risk of that care is fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a month, why aren't people talking about this? Why isn't the government doing anything to fix it? And why are people leaving themselves exposed to this issue? So the way I see this is, you know, elder law is really a multifaceted thing, but we, we want to make sure that we're finding the right level of care for people. But we also need to make sure that we're, we're protecting assets from these risks. And, you know, from my standpoint, people don't work their whole lives uh, to accumulate stuff. You know, you get out of bed each and every morning, you go on to work, uh, you raise kids, you fight, you pay your taxes, uh, you, you do your best just to get by and build whatever your version of the American dream is. And, um, and people accumulate a nest egg, right? We save for retirement, we've got our retirement money. And um, when I'm in my retirement years, you know, why is it that we have a government system that if I get sick, which most of us are going to at some point in time, if, but maybe more accurately, when I get sick, why is it that all of my money is going to have to go to he- these health care expenses when other health care expenses are covered by Medicare, right? Um, why are we making seniors go broke? And, and I didn't work my whole life to accumulate a nest egg just to lose it to this stupid government rule book on the way out the door. I didn't, I'm not here, you know, I, I accumulated this stuff for my spouse. I accumulated this stuff for my children, my grandchildren, um, so that they can have a better future. And I sure as heck didn't do it so that it can go to the nursing home uh, when I'm in my 70s and 80s. Uh, and so, yeah, in, in my standpoint, from the lawyer standpoint, you need to protect yourself against this risk. Um, and not enough people are doing it. There's a lot of people, there's this sort of what I call the, the fallacy of the simple will, where you go to a lot of lawyers and all they'll tell you is, oh, all you need is will. You know, you're not rich and you don't have federal estate tax concerns and you don't need one of those trusts and da, 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 da. And those are the same people that are going broke in nursing homes, right? They're, um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a little anecdote with you here. Um, when so I, I'm from time to time asked to come and speak and teach continuing continuing education about this stuff to other lawyers, right? So I've done it for a number of different organizations, and they'll invite me to come and and teach elder law issues, how to protect assets and whatnot, um, to other lawyers because they have to keep up their continuing education. I was co-presenting with another lawyer here in Pittsburgh one day. And it was his turn to talk, so I went to the back of the room, and I'm just sitting there. And the other people in the room, they didn't need – these are all lawyers. And they didn't know that I was one of the co-presenters, right? So I'm just sitting in the back, um, and uh, there's these two attorneys talking, and they were talking about estate planning. So they're kind of in this business uh, in a way. And um, – and my co-presenter's up talking about uh, different drafting provisions you could include in a document to, to help your clients protect assets. And I hear one guy leans over to the other attorney, and he says, I don't think people should be doing this. Um, what are they doing getting everybody on Medicaid? You know, people should just pay their own way. And I sat back and I, you know, I resisted the urge to get into a fist fight in the bar association. And I, I sat back and I just thought, you know, I just heard two lawyers agree to voluntarily commit malpractice for their for their clients. Who is this guy 
to determine whether his clients should or should not protect their assets from the nursing home. You know, there's this, this is what I call like the bias against elder law planning. And the bias against elder law planning is that there's some sort of a moral objective, moral obligation to pay your own way in a nursing home. And I personally just think it's ludicrous, right? Um, Because if that same attorney who's sitting there with his chest puffed out about how good of a tax planner he is um, would be asked the question, hey, uh, counselor, um, there's this opportunity that you can help your client save $100,000 from his tax bill. Uh, And you should probably suggest this to your client. And of course, that lawyer is going to tell his client, hey, there's this deduction you can take. There's this maneuver you can make to save $100,000 from your tax bill. Um, Of course, he's going to do that. Right. But what I heard him say is he's being taught. He's currently being taught in a continuing education event, a move that can help protect his clients $100,000 from nursing home expenses. And his answer, his comment to the other guy is, I don't think people should do this. Well, what's the difference? What's the difference between $100,000 in tax savings and $100,000 in savings under the Medicaid rules? You know, if, if we're going to protect assets from long-term care expenses, generally speaking, that means I'm going to make legal moves to help my client become eligible for public benefits to pay for their long-term care. Uh, and it's all right in the code sections, right in the law, what you're allowed to do to help your clients protect assets. Uh, And, you know, I don't know. I I think that people are starting to wake up to this, so I'm not sure that I would hear the same thing in the back of that room today. Um, Even the people that are like your tax attorneys out there that typically do estate planning for wealthy people uh, are now starting to begin to become aware of the fact that there's an awful lot of people losing an awful lot of money to these broken government rules uh, when they go to the nursing home and they're starting to learn some of these techniques. But, you know, it, it just to me is this is something you should do. And, and if you happen to agree with the way I think about this stuff and you're listening to this and you're you're thinking, heck, yeah, I didn't work my whole life just to lose money to a long-term care facility. Well, then I might suggest that you come to one of our workshops and learn how we do it. So uh, at the workshop, you're going to learn about things like wills and trusts and powers of attorney. I'm going to teach you how these Medicaid and Veterans Benefits rules work. I'm going to teach you how you can take steps to protect your home, protect your savings from this broken government rule book, uh, and, uh, and take steps to protect your family. And if that seems like it's interesting to you, if that seems like what you want to do, which it seems to me I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to do those things, then you ought to come learn more about it at one of our upcoming workshops. And you can find them at secklerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com. Right in our office, we hold workshops a couple times a month. Uh, in Cranberry Township, so it's super easy from anybody around uh, the Pittsburgh area to get to. We're right off the interstate. I'm looking out the window, and, and I can see I-79 right now. So it's super easy to get to, um, and uh, you're going to learn a lot of valuable information. Uh, and so I encourage you, check it out. You can register. These workshops are free, and when you come to the workshop, we can offer you a free consultation to sit down with somebody and ask if what you're learning applies to you and how we can make these rules work for you. You know, one of the things that we like to say around here is we make the rules work for the people who follow the rules. Um, and it's sort of your obligation, if you're going to do this well, to understand sort of what these rules look like. But once you understand what the rules look like, then we can put together some ideas on how to protect yourself uh, from these harsh rules. And, and I suggest you may want to consider doing that. Um,
All right. Now back to this whole thing. So um, I've, I've sort of distinguished estate planning versus elder law, whereas traditional estate planners want to talk to you about saving money from taxes and getting it to the kids as easily as possible, which elder law attorneys are going to do that as well. Uh, but the other thing we're going to do is we're going to help you understand how to protect your money, protect your net worth from things like uh, nursing home expenses uh, and not only just protecting the money but also helping you understand what your long-term care situation could look like. So if you need care, do you need a personal care home? Do you need a skilled nursing facility? Do you need in-home care? You know, what's the best approach here? And um, so on our team, I've got uh, people on on our staff that are, uh, I have an attorney named Roxanne Julian. She's fantastic. She's a registered nurse. Uh, She does a lot of these cases. We have two people who work for the law firm that are social workers. And so we've got a, we actually have a nurse and social work staff. Now they don't do nursing, um, but they are here to help you understand your long-term care options. Uh, They act sort of like a, a tour guide or a care advocate. Uh, on your behalf to make sure that you're getting good care. And then from the legal standpoint, we do the work that we need to do to make sure that we are getting the care that you need as affordably as we can while protecting your home and protecting your net worth. And unfortunately, we live in a world where you cannot make a health care decision in your senior years without also contemporaneously making a legal decision because um, we have this broken government rule book. So, um, so planning ahead is one thing. We've been talking about that for a while. We typically use trusts to protect assets. I happen to think that lots of middle-class and upper-middle-class Americans should be using trusts instead of wills as their estate plan because only a trust and not a will can help protect your things from long-term care expenses, which is your biggest financial threat, whether you like it or not, whether you want to admit you're not Superman or Superwoman. Your biggest financial threat is what happens if you need to go to a nursing home, and uh, it's probably time you you start thinking about that because I'm sure that you have planned for what happens if my house catches on fire, right, because nobody wants to go through that financially catastrophic risk, so we insure it. Uh, But people who know full well that there's a one in three chance that they're going to have dementia just simply don't do anything to plan to protect assets from that potential risk, and it just, you know, it's time time that we consider this. It's time you step up. It's time you get to a workshop, and I also want to talk to folks folks today who may have someone already in a long-term care setting. So if you and your family or your neighbor or your friend is currently paying for skilled nursing costs, and I'm talking bills of ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month, if you know somebody in that situation, I'd like to suggest to you that you may want to just give us a call. For people in this situation, we give free consultations, and it's a there's an entirely different set of tools that we use to help people protect money, but it's not uncommon even after someone is already in a nursing home uh, to protect 50, 60, 80% of the net worth, even after they're already in. And if you go to the nursing home billing office, they're going to tell you, you've got too much money to qualify for Medicaid. Okay. If you go to your neighbor, if you go to the traditional estate planning lawyer, they're going to tell you you have too much money to uh, become eligible for Medicaid to pay for your care. If you come to my office, I'm going to look at it through the eyes of not what do you have today, but I'm going to look through the eyes of it as what do the rules allow this family to do in order to protect their resources for the healthy spouse or for the kids. And and so it's just looking at it a little bit differently. Not Yeah, you may not be eligible for Medicaid today to pay for the nursing home, but can we get you eligible for Medicaid in three months or six months and, and stop this financial bleeding? And that's that's sort of what we're looking at. So if you know somebody in that situation that's going through a pile of money for long-term care right now, 
tell them to give us a shout. We're nice people. We're going to give free consultation. And my goal is to help you get the care you need while not going broke in a process. Uh, and um, that, to me, just seems to be uh, pretty important work. So if you know somebody in that position, let them know. So then the next question is, um, you know, all right, so I get the difference between estate planning and elder law. And I now get the difference between um, – you know, planning ahead for uh, these long-term care costs, which typically involves putting assets into trust to protect them, um, versus nursing home, what we in the office call like a nursing home crisis case, which is someone who is uh, in a skilled nursing facility and going through a bunch of money, and we're trying to manage this now financial crisis that they have. So then when do you need to call an elder law attorney? Well, you know, I had somebody, I had somebody not too long ago that um, still had kids in like high school, uh, and they I think they were in their you know low fifties. And they you know is it time for us to plan for this? Well, look, low fifties with your kids in school, it's probably a different set of risks that you want to plan for at that point. I mean, we might be talking about um, you know more traditional state planning, getting the stuff to the kids, making sure we got proper people in control, making sure that if your kids would you know ten years from now they're going to be married potentially they're potentially looking at their first grandchildren your grandchildren or you know there's a lot of times that people are concerned about giving money to their kids and going through a divorce right and so we're going to talk to you about probably a different set of circumstances and a different set of risks that somebody might encounter in their 50s than they might encounter in their late 60s 70s 80s 90s and so typically when we start doing the asset protection planning uh, for nursing home expenses, barring like early onset dementia, you know, if you have a diagnosis, you probably need to get your tail in here and, and get a plan together. But um, barring a pre-existing condition or, or early diagnosis, um, typically around retirement years, you know, um, 60, 65, whatever that year is, um, um, you know, some people are working longer than that now. But when you're starting to think about, I, I might be done working soon and starting to think about, how are we going to pay for our expenses? What's my social security check going to be? Um, do I have a pension? What money am I going to live off of? And you're starting to do this analysis for retirement years. That's a great time to reach out because as you're doing that analysis, I want to chat with you about this and I want to chat with your financial advisor uh, so that we can have sort of a, a integrated plan to understand well, okay, so here's the financial plan. The financial plan is we're going to live on the Social Security check plus the money coming off of these investments or whatever the case is through retirement, right? So we've got this financial plan. And my analysis is, okay, I get the financial plan. Um, it sounds great. I, but w my question is, w what's the one thing that's going to get in the way here? And almost always the answer is long-term care expenses. And so if this person gets sick, then how's that going to impact the retirement? It almost always means that they're not going to get to have the retirement goals that, they, um, that they've set up. And so then, okay, from the assets that it, that they have, what can we protect? So we're typically going to put the house in a trust. We're typically going to put some money into a trust. And now we're going to start protecting that money from the long-term care expense. And so then in the event that they get sick later, they can still have a decent crack at having the retirement that they've planned for. Uh, and although it will be unfortunate that they're dealing with a health care issue, um, perhaps we can prevent that health care issue from rendering the family financially broke 
because of the extreme cost of long-term care. So that's kind of how I look at it. So uh, state planning and elder law, the, the difference is elder law attorneys answer the question, what happens if you get really, really sick, in addition to answering, answering the more traditional estate planning questions like what happens uh, with taxes and probate avoidance and all the rest. Um, the uh, the types of cases that elder law attorneys will see are pre-planning and nursing home crisis management cases. And the difference really is if you're healthy and looking forward and answering the question, what happens if I get sick, then you're probably uh, what we would call a pre-planning case. And you should come to one of our workshops. If you have a family member or if you are in a skilled nursing facility now and going through a pile of money, we're probably going to have you skip the workshop and come straight to an initial consultation to see if we can figure out how to help you protect these dollars. Because I highly doubt that you worked your whole life or that this person worked their whole life just to lose the money to the nursing home on the way out. Um, and so let's let's make sure that we that we help you keep your goals for retirement and keep the dollars going where you want them, which is typically families or nonprofits or or uh, friends, rather than uh, these these crazy government rules that require you to go broke. So if you'd like to find out more about this, if you'd like to find out more about how you can protect your family and your net worth from this very real issue that most of us are likely to encounter, um, you ought to come to one of the workshops or check out the information we have on our website. So the website, again, secklerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com. And at the website, you're going to find all sorts of information. But one of the places you ought to check out is the ability to um, sign up for one of our free upcoming workshops. We're going to talk all about this stuff. And you can come in and I usually give the workshop or one of the other lawyers will give the workshop. And you can ask us all the questions you want to ask us to find out if this type of planning is right for you. Um, but, uh, if, if this episode has registered with you, if it's sort of resonating with you, then it's probably something you ought to be thinking about. So I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you listening to this episode. Uh, remember folks that this is for your education and information. This is not legal advice today. Uh, I'm happy to give you legal advice if you decide to come check out our firm and retain us to do the work, but don't make any decisions based on what you hear on this or any other radio show. This stuff is more complicated than you can imagine, and if you try to do this stuff on your own, you're likely going to end up making a mistake. So give us a call at 724-546-4227 or check us out at secularlawfirm.com. Hey, thanks for listening, folks, and I hope you have a great week. This has been the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. SecklerLawFirm.com or call 724-841-1393.